I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Hello, my friends. I want to know who you are. I want to hear all about your life experiences. Please reach out, DM me, PM me, and send me emails. Tell me all your things because I am your support through whatever you have going on. Okay? So bring it. Bring it. I'm doing a retreat on November 3rd and 4th, 2023, just whenever you're listening to this, in Nordic Valley, Utah. There are some spots left, and it's two days, one night. Some of you are making it a mother-daughter, mother-in-law, daughter-in-law, or just a girl's getaway. You're getting so fun and creative with it. Really, though, if you want to join me, send me your email and find me at Life Coach Elisa. The topic I've chosen is one um, that kind of has been the theme of many of my conversations this past week. How do you make a boundary? But that's not how we talk about it when we're talking in these conversations. It's, gosh, this person won't quit doing that. And I just don't think it's right that you know, my husband does this, or my kids are doing this thing. And, and we want to find ourselves complaining about everything that's going wrong around us because other people are doing things that we don't want them to do. I want to talk to you about what most people believe about boundaries. Most people say they have a boundary and maybe they've told the person or maybe they haven't, but either way, they assume that that person that they have the boundary with will conform and align with what they've decided. And when they don't, when they continue to do the thing that's an acceptable thing that you maybe have told them even not to do, you get frustrated and you can't believe that other people are still violating your boundaries, still doing the thing that you don't want them to do. Why have they not gotten the point or the picture? And it becomes this big problem. Sometimes you can even find yourself repeating the boundary. Like you can tell someone, please don't do this thing over and over and over And you can say it to the same people and they still do nothing. So in the end, you feel like you're going to lose your mind because you're just not being listened to. And why doesn't anyone care? But let's define a boundary. A boundary is what you allow yourself to be around and what you stand for. So in other words, it's what you're willing to expose yourself to. Boundaries are there for us to manage ourselves. What a boundary is not is telling someone what I need you to do is this thing or I will be upset. (laughs) I will, I will totally be upset if you don't do this thing. You'll have to get to know what you can tolerate being around and what you can't. And I highly recommend you just observe yourself for a while before putting boundaries in place because you might find that you can do the work and just let go of the whole topic altogether. Um, If we already know the allowing others to be themselves will be in everyone's best interest. We also already know that our goal is to be our true and authentic self, no matter what, in whatever situation, able to remain in that office authenticity more often than not. Okay, sometimes we just aren't authentic and we don't want to be for that moment and that's okay. You can throw a big temper tantrum and fit and when you're done feeling miserable, you can come back and be authentic again. We get to decide, but we alone are responsible for maintaining our calm and a firm stance and not becoming altered when other people make their choices, right? Last episode, I talked about our rule book or manual 
this is so similar to a boundary, but it's not. A rule book or manual is where you wish people do things differently the way you want them to, like call you back, follow through with what they said they would do, come to you and talk instead of going to, like going around you to others, keep the room clean, keep the kitchen a certain way, you know, rinse their dishes, um, separate the trash, be more romantic, be a better listener. These are not boundaries. Think of these as like a request. This is not a boundary issue. You can request these things from the people around you, and they may or may not want to do them. They're external, right? They're not inside of you, so they can't be controlled by you. Don't hang your happiness on whether it happens um, and whether people do them or not, because that would be a total waste of time. They are not considered your boundaries. Um, and it's because these things don't infringe on your space. A boundary can be seen like um, property, like you picture your yard or your house. When someone keeps coming into your yard or house without having permission, you can tell them they need to leave. And if they don't, then you can call the police or something. The same is true with your possessions. No one's allowed to come and take as they please something that you own. You again can tell them, hey, if you do that again, or if you keep doing this, I will. And then you put in place what you'd like to have happen and what, what you would like to do in that moment, okay? When you have your boundaries decided on, you have to speak them to the other people, okay? You can't just say, I have a boundary around this. Otherwise, how are they going to know it's a boundary? Much like having a rule book of expectations and you not telling anybody about it, you tell them about the boundary when there has been a violation, okay? It, it really requires somebody violating you over and over and you deciding on the boundary and then speaking it to them because we don't tell everyone we meet on the street that we're not going to be stand, like we will not stand to be yelled at. And if you yell at me, I will leave and not talk to you until you're calm. Like I don't go around telling people I meet in the store that, right? So you enforcing a boundary sounds like an if and then statement and it must be spoken. You tell them that if they keep doing the same thing, the thing that infringes on your rights or enters your, your property or being, you will blank. You will, what is it? You will not answer the phone. You will not um, allow them to come over. You will not allow them to have access to the thing that is within your control. If you keep blank, then I will blank. You must make it all about the action you will take. You keep focus on the things that you can control. Keep true to the things that are important to your needs and your well-being. You must know you are in charge of many things, but you only have real control over very few things. This should make finding your boundaries a lot easier. Now, the hardest part about having a boundary is the follow-through, will be the follow-through, will be telling them. You have to say it, and then you have to follow through with what you said you were going to do. So especially if you haven't done it before, say if you are just now hearing this and you just now know this, which I remember when I learned it and um, the impact that it had on me to switch it around from trying to control their behavior and get them to quit doing this thing to 
oh, they get to do it and I manage me. I, I was disappointed. I was upset. I mean, of course, I'd make a ton of money if I could figure out how to control people. Um, I'd tell everybody how to do it. But when we've never done it before and it's new to them and it's new to us, no one will take what you're saying seriously if you do not follow through with the consequences or the thing you're going to do that you've decided on. Okay, that's the most important part. Don't question or worry how they will feel. It will be uncomfortable. And especially if it's been going on for a while, you are not in charge of their feelings. You are in charge of honoring yourself when the things you need are put in order for you. Because that's how you have a deeper relationship with those around you. And it becomes more authentic. As I keep going, I hope it makes more sense. But you own all of your thoughts and feelings and you make decisions from there. Speak your truth. If you are uncomfortable or not okay with things, find a boundary that suits what you will do when they do the thing. Own that you have your opinions, judgments, expectations in the situation Don't smile and pretend. Don't blow up. Don't talk behind their back. Don't force the problem that you are having onto someone else to take care of. There's no convincing others to feel the same as you. There's no need to. They don't have to adopt the same boundaries as you. Just go and do as you please. And they get to go and do as they please, okay? Even after the conversation. Now, I've had many, many, many chances to set boundaries with my kids, as we all have. Um, And it comes in the form of like, you know, punishment. If you do this thing, then I will do that. If you do, you know, I will take away this or whatever. But I wish I had learned all this when they were really young because this would have been such a powerful example for them. I would not have given them my emotional well-being. I would not have given them power over me to control me, to alter me, and I would have remained more centered. I've said to them, and this is since knowing all the information that I know, I have said to them, you cannot do that in my house. You'll have to leave if you're going to do that. Or you must have a job if you're going to be living here. When you talk rude, when you talk in a rude way to me, I will not engage back with you. That will not be a conversation I will join you in. If you have not all done all the things I have asked you do to help around here, I will not be saying yes when you ask me to do something. I've done it with friends. If I don't hear back from you about coming by, you know, a certain date or time, I will consider your answer a no and I will plan accordingly. Um, And heated conversations. When you start talking over me, I will not be continuing the conversation with you. Or when you are blaming or demanding, I will leave the room. The best part is, it doesn't require me to be upset. Have you noticed? I get to choose what I will do when they do the thing that was upsetting me. And I'm not upset at all through the whole thing. I'm not saying to myself, of course now I'm the enemy, which then my actions will show up as their enemy. I will turn into that person. Or why do I have to be the responsible one? which actually isn't very responsible of me. And why can't anyone see that this is a problem? You know, like, that just causes all sorts of feelings inside ourselves that we don't want to feel that aren't authentic to ourselves. Um, I can undo all of that thinking 
and redo it with, I own the problem. I created the problem. I seem to be the only one making it a problem. Everyone else seems to be okay with this. I can use my agency to manage myself around it. If I don't want to be around it, I don't have to. And it's the most healthy thing we can do for our relationships. It lets you show up okay with everything because you'll take care of yourself. You don't have to be afraid when they're not taking care of you because you've taken control of, of taking care of you. That's what it all comes down to. My training taught how powerful a boundary can be. This, this one statement really changed everything for me in my training. Boundaries will solve any resentment you have toward anyone in your life. Isn't that a game changer? So to sum it all up and make it very clear, clear, people can't make you feel. They can impact how you feel by making it easier or harder to maintain yourself. But it's your mind and your positive thinking or your negative thinking that cause you to feel. So if they do something, you can leave. Or if they cross a line, you can decide what you and only you will do. You must follow through with what you've said. It will be hard. There may be there may be hurt feelings. But if you clean up your being upset about the whole thing and that you're not being malicious, once you're saying your truth, it will grant you peace. They get to work on how they feel after that. Can you see that you have built a miserable existence with yourself by not saying anything? And it's been building resentment inside of you this whole time. Many things were not okay with you and you allowed it to continue. It's not them continuing to do it. It's you allowing it to continue. It may risk relationships and sometimes relationships do end. And that's really hard with people who are in your immediate family. And it seems rude of you, but you're already being rude. You're fake smiling. You're pretending. You're smiling to them and you're dripping with annoyance and resentment. You're backstabbing them. This is not true to who you really want to be. Those things will ruin your daily life. That will ruin who you are. You must be true to you. You're not yelling at them. You do care about them and love them. When you shift from what you are desperately needing for them to do, leaving you powerless to the situation, to cleaning up your emotions by owning them and deciding you don't need them to do anything different, you'll manage yourself and what you choose to be around with confidence. And it will be just a, just a thing that you do. Now, you are calm. Now, you're having a peaceful conversation from truth and love, whether they do the thing or not. You're good either way. Okay. You guys, I loved this topic because it has changed so many things and so many relationships for me in my life. And um, keep letting me hear from you. I love it. And if you thought of anybody while you were listening to this, please, please, please share it with them because that is how the heavens reach us is through each other. So let's be listening for that. And I will either talk to you on a call with me because you'd like to be coached and see how powerful this really is or on the next episode next week. Talk to you then. Bye.